Hi there, guys. This is your girl, Ebony, here with my sister, Pam. Bonjour. From Not Your Normal Sisterhood. If you're new to listening, welcome to the sisterhood. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Welcome back. Shout out to our sisters on our Facebook group. You guys have been so encouraging and uplifting, and I just love it so much. Shout out to Destiny, who asked if she missed an episode last week. Thanks for keeping us on our toes. Pam and I are both in the process of starting new jobs, as well as moving our families to new homes. (laughs) Moving is terrible. (laughs) It really is. So at this time, we kind of decided that we wanted to air our podcast every two weeks. Starting the week after next, because Friday you'll get a special episode on Friday Friday the 13th. (laughs) So... Last episode, we talked about eight signs of a toxic friendship. Yes, we talked about how great friendships extend life, and Mm -hmm. people with solid friend groups were 22% more likely to live longer. Yes. Which is nice. Long life, yes. Unfortunately, a bad friend can can have the opposite effect. Uh, Their high blood pressure, IBS, Lowered immunity, higher blood sugar, depression, anxiety, all of those things and more when you're in a bad friendship. So you can experience all those things from being in a bad friendship. That's crazy that it has a physical effect on you. Yes. And the signs are, the first sign is when you find yourself in competition with your best friend, that is a bad sign. Very bad. If we are friends, there should be no competition between us. 100%. You shine, I shine. Birds of a feather flock together. When there's an imbalance in the talk time, when she calls and chat, 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 chats, and then you want to chat, 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 it either always goes back to her or she changes the subject back to her. Or she hangs up on you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't have time to talk to you. Yeah. The third one is... When your best friend blurts out criticism with a self-righteous attitude. Mm. You don't want that person at all. No. You want somebody to lift you up. Yes. Keep uplifting, sister. Uplift. The fourth sign is who calls whom. If you are the one that's always calling and she's not returning your calls or send you straight to voicemail because she's playing a game. Hey, <laughs> <Damn>. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a sign of a toxic friend unless you know. <laughs> unless you know your friend. Oh, yeah, I'm bad. I'm bad at it. I'll talk to you on Messenger while I'm playing on my phone. That part. And the fifth one is your best friend tells you that they need you to change. Mm, I don't think so, pal. Not gonna happen. I'm the same person you met when you decided to be my friend. Exactly. <laughs> You're walking on eggshells is number six. That's never fun with a friend. No. You should be able to be 100 all the time. I agree. I agree. Number seven is you're hiding an emotional roller coaster that your friend controls. Meaning that <sighs> when a, an example of this would be like if you are hanging out with someone and as soon as they come into a room or as soon as they come into your house or wherever they kind of suck 
the life out of the, room, the yeah out of the room out of the situation exactly and it's just automatically just depressing or even that friend that has that really good day they're riding on the high of their good day and so they kind of come in and they kind of exude that happiness with you and so they're so hyped so it makes you happy and hype mm-hmm. but then in the same breath they can flip that switch and be super sad and depressed and then that too like she said sucks the mood out of the room and so now you're on that roller coaster with them they're up they have you up they're down they have you down that's exactly. never good and the last sign is when stress starts to settle in your body if you have a friend that stresses you out more than not yeah <laughs> I mean... You don't feel at peace around that friend. You're always stressed and goes back to walking on those eggshells. Don't have time to be in that type of friendship. That's just... Exactly. When you're in a great friendship, it boosts your immune system, but toxic friendships are sickening. So while relationships often have ups and downs, if you're on a wild ride, you might think about hopping off. Friends are supposed to add to your life, not take away from it. Yes. So thank you, friends, for adding to my life. And I pray that this sisterhood that we have created amongst ourselves and for all of our listeners and our friends on our Facebook group, like we are honored to be able to add life to you. So thank you for allowing us that. So today... We wanted to talk about dating and marriage. That's my sentiment towards it. So I, Ebony, I have been married um, before for a brief moment. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh. It didn't take. Yeah, I mean, we just had differences after that title change, so... We've moved on. I am dating just a little bit here and there. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. There you go. I think um, I'm not a professional, but I've been married for a really long time. So, but I think that happens in a lot of marriages too. That you tend to lose yourself. Yes. And um, for some women, dating or married they tend to merge with their significant other and kind of forget who they were. The same thing happened with me. Um, My husband and I have, oh Lord, we've been together for 21 years and we've been married for 15. Yes, Chad. And I... Pretty much just basically raised my kids, took care of the house, did, you know. All of your wifely All of my wife stuff worked, you know, and I didn't really take the time for myself. Mm -hmm. I kind of lost myself in that whole situation. My, the only identity I had was mom. Right, and wife. And wife. And so when. That happens a lot though. I found our sisterhood though. I kind of branched out because I never really had close close friends who, you know, I wanted to do anything with or <laughs> hang out with or anything like that. Oh, so, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I feel the love. But my husband freaked out. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. What, yeah. Where are you going? Like, he what thought I was going through a midlife crisis. 
<laughs> like, you know, you, you think you're 18 years old again and da 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 He was just so used to me being at home and doing whatever needed to be done at home or, you know, I was always there. So if something got lost, I knew where it was, right. or, you know, whatever the case may be that when I was like, oh, I'm going out with Ebony or I'm going out with Janice or Ty or whoever, he'd be like, <laughs> say what? Oh, what's going on? <laughs> you know, he freaked out. He had no clue. I think in my marriage, <clears throat> I never stopped hanging out with my friends um, because my husband moved from Jacksonville, where we're from, down here to be with me. So he didn't really have friends and, you know, people around to kind of hang out with. But all of my friends were married or in relationships. So we kind of like all hung out together. And so once we got married and he kind of got settled or set in his ways, he didn't feel the need to like want to go out and hang out with me and my friends anymore, let alone go out with just me, child. We ain't even gonna go there. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, like, I, I don't think I, just me as a person, like, I just don't feel like I would be the woman to get lost in a relationship like that because I am so firm on who I am. Well, see, that's and what I thought too. What I like. But you were also younger yeah, when you true. and your husband got together. I got married at what? I think I got married at 27, 28. I was already a mom, you know, and had already experienced a lot of things that he hadn't experienced as far as like living on my own, raising a child, having to be the responsible adult in every situation. And Jason and I kind of did that together. Exactly. So you guys kind of grew together in that aspect. And with me and my husband, we um, didn't grow together in that aspect. We met really young. I think we may have been 22, 23 when we met. No, that can't be right. <laughs> we, we we were very young when we um, met, though. We were in our early 20s, and I was already a mom, but my son was really young. He was a couple of months old when we met. Same and with me. So, but What's see, we, we broke yeah. up, and but we were still friends and kind of kept that friendship for years and then decided, oh, okay, we could give this another try, and... We did, and shouldn't have tried that child. We just should have, just should have. What, what's the saying? Let sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> we should have let that one lay where it was. I always said that with Jason, like, I didn't realize we were dating. <laughs> yes. I had no clue. I literally, when we moved in together and had our son, our oldest son, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> we're together? <laughs> Wait, wait, not a clue. So you guys moved in together. I found out that I was pregnant with Marino, Uh and I told him, and he may have blacked out. He probably (laughs) will not tell you the truth if you ask him, but yeah, he freaked out. But then he was like, so I guess we need to move in together. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> like, I'm perfectly happy living in my mom's house. Like, I had no intention of moving. None. I was going to live in my mom's house forever. Oh, forever. And, but he was like, guess we have to move out. And I was like, oh, 
okay, so we're together. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Guess, guess we're dating. <laughs> huh. And how long had y'all been quote unquote oh, friends gosh. prior to you getting married, uh, pregnant and moving in? Uh, quote unquote friends. Yes. <laughs> Probably like two or three years. What? And you didn't know you guys were dating? No. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, I mean, he was coming over, you know, all hours of the night <laughs> for a while. So I wasn't sure what we were doing. Right. It might, he was just kind of like in your mind, like your boo thing. Yeah. Like, definitely. Just... I mean, I wasn't going to pass up. <laughs> you know, Touche. So, Touche. But yeah, I had, I had no clue. And I played it off and everything, but not a clue. I kind of like, at first, I was always the girl that, like, really had no intention on getting married. Oh, I didn't want to either. Or having kids. But, you know. And now I got, like, a handful. (laughs) Not like. You have a handful. There's no like to it. I know it. But, like, I wasn't, I mean, of course, as a little girl, I think every little girl kind of fantasizes about being married. And, you know, you grow up playing house and all that. Well, I did. That wasn't me. But at some point, I kind of started seeing, like, a lot of divorces in my family, you know. And um, so it kind of started to turn me off of it. And then when I, you know, was in my mid-20s, I was like, guess it's not going to happen. You know, most girls are like, I got to be married before I'm 30. And so I was like, well, I guess it's not going to happen. And then me and my husband started dating again and he said because we had dated before and he told me he was like hey uh we get back together this time there's no breaking up like we getting married and I was just like uh okay <laughs> like sure so like you know we dated for like that year and a half and he moved down here within that time and we got married and all that but like just the divorce rate alone was kind of scary to me and then of course I ended up adding to that rate (laughs) unfortunately but like I said I can't conform to what somebody or who somebody needs me to be I'm 100% who I am and um, I, I believe in compromise like I can compromise some things but just to change who I am to accommodate who you don't want to grow up to be I don't have time for that I'm trying to raise a boy into a man. I can't raise a man. That's his mama's job. That was his mother's job. Mm-hmm. Not saying she didn't do her job, but she did that job for somebody else's daughter. It wasn't for me, unfortunately. But we did a little bit of research and we just kind of looked up some of the stats. And one of the ones that I have here says 90% of people marry by age 50. Out of that, 40 to 50% get divorced, according to America's Psychology Association. But you know what? That's crazy. I agree. I don't think there is a such thing as, like, I believe that there's a soulmate. But I don't believe that your soulmate is your significant other always. It could be a friend. It really could. Definitely. I agree. Like, I think... You know, my husband, I know this sounds terrible. It's going to sound bad, Jason. I'm sorry. Love you. But, you know, as much as I love my husband, 
I truly believe that my brother mm-hmm. is my soulmate. Yeah. I do. And that could be, you have people who have those close-knit, those close bond. I could be 110% me, whether that's goofy, whether that's always sad, whether that's mm-hmm. I want to be naked all the time, whatever, because I have had friends. She's naked right now. <laughs> no, I'm not, people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am comfortable, however, not naked. But I have had friends who prefer to be naked or topless on the regular basis, and I feel like you can't be that way with everybody, but you can be that way with your soulmate because, you know, there's no judgment, no, they're not giving you that side eye like, oh, what is wrong with this girl? Um, another stat that we pulled up, now this is a big number, I gotta make sure I say it right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I messed it up when I was looking it up. So, this one says, Two million two hundred and thirty-six thousand four hundred and ninety-six marriages in the U.S. Oh, I'm sorry. That is the marriage rate. There are two million two hundred and thirty-six thousand four hundred and ninety-six marriages in the U.S. The marriage rate is six point nine per one thousand people. People of the total population. Now wait for it. <laughs> yes. What is the divorce rate? Now that sounds great. However, 787,251 of those people married are divorced. Are divorced. And that's that's according to the 45 reporting states and DC. So that's not even the entire US. So if you add in those other five states then I'm glad you knew that because I was in here thinking like <laughs> yes, Pam. There's 50 Lord. states in the United in I the U.S. <laughs> Aw, see, that's why we have friends. We gotta uplift <laughs> each other, girl. We gotta uplift each other. What you don't know, find you a sister that knows. I you promise, know? I'm not that friend all the time. <laughs> No, I'm usually that friend. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Mind you guys, like I say it all the time. I, I feel like I bring the property value. <laughs> I bring the property value of our close sisterhood, which um, is ridiculous. Our close knit sisterhood that we that we vibe in and move around in a lot is me, Pam, Janice, and Ty. You guys have met Janice on a previous episode. Um, you guys have not had the pleasure of meeting Ty yet, but we are determined to get our sister Ty on an episode. But uh, I, I always say that I bring down the property value because all three of them are in school. They're all taking classes uh, for different things. And then you have me <laughs> over here like, oh, rooting y'all on. Girl, you better do that homework. Girl, you better write that paper. Like, oh, you got an A in that class? Congratulations. Or, oh, you, you messed up. That's okay. We're going to bounce back from that. Like, I, I bring the property value down. But it's okay. But I'm still smart in my own right, guys. She's really smart. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I found this one little thing online that said that children growing up in a happy home, which they refer to a two-parent household with those parents being married as a happy home. Not always, but we're going to go with this. Um, but it says children growing up in a happy home are protected from mental, physical, educational, and social problems. <clears throat> I 
can't say that I agree or disagree with that statement. I think it depends on the child. You have to do it case by case. Yes and no, because some of those married households aren't necessarily happy married households. You can have spousal abuse, whether that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. mental, physical, you know what I'm saying? So that's not always good for a child to see. And some sometimes a child does or could thrive better in a single parent household because that other parent is or was toxic for that child. So I don't know if I agree with that so much. Um, I know that dating, <laughs> moving from marriage to dating, dating is interesting. I have oh. been in this <laughs> dating world now since <laughs> my husband and I split up. I did take some time kind of, you know, by myself, but um, I, I started dating again and it's been interesting. I have <laughs> lots <laughs> I have lots of interesting um, scenarios and situations. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I have never in my 38 years <laughs> on this earth seen so many thirsty ass men. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yes, it's interesting sometimes. Um, Okay, now I'm 32, and I I generally don't date guys that are younger than me. It's just not something for me. I'm, I mean, there are some younger guys who do have a lot to offer, who are great in their mindsets and things like that. However, that has not been my experience <laughs> with trying to date younger guys. I mean, I do have a younger male friend. We're not dating, but he is a very intelligent young man. He does have a lot of things going for himself. He does provide for himself. So kudos to him. However, I had this one guy. I think he may be 24, 25 which, y'all, I know that's a little young, okay? I know, I know, I know. But he's like 24 or 25, and I think I said it on a previous episode that I do not like driving, okay? Driving is not she my thing. You got a 10-minute bubble. I have a 10-minute bubble. If it's outside of them 10 minutes, who is picking me up? Usually Pam. <laughs> yeah. But, so, this 24-year-old guy, I, he wants me to come him because he don't have a car and oh where does he live with his mother <laughs> okay so this dude texts me and He's says <laughs> right he texts me and says hey basically like he wants me to come see him and I'm like oh you know I have to see if I have a babysitter you know it's a work day and he's like, all right, we'll see what you can do and let me know. And so my mom was in town. She was like, oh, yeah, I got him. No problem. This boy lives 30 minutes away. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so I'm talking to him and I'm telling him, like, yo, that's a 30-minute drive, man, and all this stuff. And he's like, well, I don't know what he said. It was something dumb, obviously. And then I said, well, you know, it's a gift that I'm driving there because most of my friends would be jumping for joy if I told them that I'm driving 30 minutes to their house, i.e. Janice. Um, 
And this young man had the audacity to tell me that it was a gift that he and I were even talking or conversing. <laughs> now, if you guys didn't catch <laughs> what the problem with that is, let me reiterate. The problem with that statement that me talking to him was a gift is that A, you live at home with your mama. Truth, truth. You literally text me and told me my mom is working late tonight. You want to come over? (laughs) (laughs) So if she comes home early, am I jumping out the window? Wow. Like, and running down the street? Like, what? We are too old for that, sir. Again, I am 32 years old. That is something that I would have dealt with when I was a teenager, maybe. And even then, it was a, a far stretch for me to try to do something like that. But I was just like, I have a good job, a good career. I have a place of my own, a car of my own, and I am raising another small human being to be a productive member of society. And you tell me that it is a privilege or a gift to be talking to you. I literally wrote back that man a bunch of laughing emojis and have not spoken to that young man since. Now, he has messaged me a couple times. Uh, He went out one night where we were. Oh, yes, after this. eyeballed her the entire night. Stood in one place and just stared at her. Every song that came on, he was facing my direction, which was away from the dance floor. So I could see if I was standing or sitting on the dance floor. He literally had his back turned to the dance floor. And just eyeballed her and And eyeballed me as he danced. Because his mama let him out. (laughs) His mom probably dropped him off. (laughs) But I literally, like... Ignored him so hard that yeah. it was literally like I was looking past him the entire time. So I think he kind of felt that because after that, he stopped messaging me. So I was like, yes, mission accomplished. He is now catching the drift. But I just thought that was so, like, mind-blowing that this boy thought that he was, like, literally God's gift to women. And I was just like, no. Especially with me raising a son... Am I really going to date somebody that acts like this so that you can rub that off on my son? Like, should he think that he's a gift? Absolutely. But you should also recognize that the woman is the gift. The woman is the prize. You know what I'm saying? And you have earned that prize. You got to help her keep that crown straight, honey. Yes, ma'am. I don't know. How was dating for you, Pam, prior to, you know, your marriage and stuff? How was dating for you? Uh, pretty much sucked. I, oh, oh, so one time my dad, oh God, he decided to set me up on a blind date. That's fun. Your dad. My dad. Wow. So. I don't think I would have went on that date if my dad took that. I don't know why I went. I should have known better. Something told me not to, but I went anyway. So. He, my parents had, like, people come with the yard and all that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was a landscaper, and he owned his own business. So my dad thought, ah, he has a job, which is better than any of the other guys you've dated. So <laughs> let's let's see this guy. Let's match that up. So uh, I was like, 
okay, because he asked my dad if I was single. My dad was like, yeah, she's single. You have a job. Right on. So She's yours. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad tells me about it. He tells me. I don't think I even talked to the guy on the phone. I think my dad was like the middleman. The middleman the whole He's time. He's matchmaker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so his name was Gray. Hi, Gray. Hi, that's me. You're listening. <laughs> Loser pants. Oh, Lord. So this man. So I'm thinking, okay, we're going out on this date. I get dressed up. Mm -hmm. I'm looking cute. Okay. All he right. picks me up in his work clothes, in his work <laughs> truck. That was the first time. Oh. Then he's like, do you want to go get coffee first and just talk and do whatever? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds fine, whatever. Mm -hmm. So we go to this coffee house that I liked. Um, and there's a guy there playing chess. Mm -hmm. And he asked me if I wanted to play, and I told him I didn't really know how. And of course, Gray was like, oh, I know how to play chess, da 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 And the guy was like, well, you, it was like an older guy, so it mm -hmm. wasn't like, you know, competition, although I probably would have rather dated the older guy. Oh, Lord. So, I can't with you. Um, I sat with the older guy, and Gray sat on the other side, and, and I was playing Gray. Mm -hmm. With the was, older guy. Yeah, guys. and the older oh. guy was telling me, you know, what to do. Well, I won. And Gray was not happy. Of course not. No. Wait, but it's supposed to be when you're on a date with a chick. Aren't you, it, aren't you always supposed to let the girl win? Mm. Or is that just what happens in my mind? Maybe, I don't know. But he, he wasn't he wasn't happy about it. And was just like sour Sally for the rest of the time we were at the coffee shop. So then he's like, you want to go on a picnic? So I'm thinking, okay, first of all, I don't really do outdoors, if you know me. Right. Okay, I, the porch in my house is the most outdoorsy <laughs> I do. So I'm like, uh, I guess. So this man drives us. Okay, so he drives a big old Jeep. Okay, we're in this mm -hmm. big Jeep. You know, with the running boards and you have to get up there. Yeah. I'm wearing a skirt, mind you, okay? Oh, you was trying to be cute, So cute. Yeah, I was, I was looking good. I'm not going to lie. So, he takes me to this pizza place mm -hmm. where he has a hookup, and he gets pizza Yeah. so that he we can take it to the park so that we can have a picnic, okay? Mm -hmm. So, I'm already, in my mind, done. Like, we're done nah, with the date. We're good. We're, we're over now. So, why you didn't tell the man to take you home? Because I like pizza. I was going to say food was involved. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> so... We get to the park. Okay. So instead of helping me down from the thing, I have to jump down off the, the running board. So we're <laughs> sitting there at the park. We're eating the pizza, whatever. And so it's time to go. Mm -hmm. So we're getting back in the Jeep. And I can't get in the Jeep because my skirt is too tight. <laughs> okay. So I'm having to maneuver myself into this Jeep. This man says, uh-oh, no more pizza for Pam. <laughs> <laughs> so was he trying to call you fat in that moment i guess so boy i was so mad i'm like i'm on a fucking jeep blah 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 i'm cussing and so i'm like okay i'm ready to go home and like right. i tell him i'm ready you can drop me off at my house now i mean you don't even have to stop you can just drive by it and i'll tuck and roll like i am ready to go home yeah 
So he's like, well, I need to make a stop by my house first. Oldest in the book. Right. So Oldest I've, trip. I've already played that out. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I've used that line. You well, can't use that one on me. I'll wait in the car. You know. So this man goes to his house, and I don't even remember what his house looked like on the outside, but he goes to his house, and he's in there forever. So I bounce out of the Jeep, and I go into the house, and this man has purple rain playing <laughs> loud, okay? Like purple jamming. Rain, purple rain. And everything in his house is chili peppers. What? Everything is decorated in chili peppers. It what? twinkle lights or chili peppers. Wait, like wait, wait. Napkin holders. This man had chili lights. Yes. Like he had twinkle lights. Yes. And he had what? What did you just say? Napkin holders. He lived with uh, a girl. Cups. I don't know men that generally. Well, I, I'm not gonna say I'm, that. There I are said, a few. Look, I don't know what you're doing in here, but I'm ready to go home, and I will call my dad and have him come and get me. I'm <laughs> not opposed to doing it. It's I'm cool. So he's like, okay, um, I'll take you home, whatever, after the song plays. He restarts Purple Rain. Oh, my God. I have to listen to fucking, oh, excuse me. <laughs> I have to listen to Purple Rain again. And then he's like, are you ready to go? I'm like, yes. For the third time. I've been yes. ready. So he takes me to my house, and he's like, I'll walk you to the door. I'm like, I'm good. I jump out the car, <laughs> shut the door, and I'll walk into the house. And Run like, into the house. We're divorcing. You are no longer my dad. <laughs> How you gonna divorce your daddy? He's like, you are no awful. longer my father. That was the worst thing ever. No, my dad, <laughs> my dad, God rest his soul, I miss my papa. My dad used to, um, he was okay with me dating. My dad would always tell me that I just could not have sex until I went to college. Now, my mom, on the other hand, was like, no sex till you're married. My dad was used to wink behind her and be mouthing to me, college, college. <laughs> Did your mom have the talk with you when you were younger? I don't remember having the talk. Um, I feel like if, if we did, it was probably, like, awkward. Girl, and I probably had me more... A book. She didn't have a thought. She gave me a book called Our Bodies, Ourselves. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. The only thing I remember from that book is there's a picture of a woman who's naked. And oh. she's got the hand mirror. Oh. Okay. Looking at her vagina. <laughs> and I drew little bubbles. And on top of it said, wow, would you look at that vagina? <laughs> Of course she would. <laughs> Pam, look, Pam was the kid in high school and middle school that had a book and would write all in the book, mm -hmm. draw pictures and stuff. She probably shouldn't have drew. And then, you know, 100%. you turn those books back in at the end of the year and the next kid get it. And they're like, wait, what is this? That was Pam that did that, guys. Yep. So if you ran across that book, blame it on Pam. It, it was, was her. 100%. It was her. But they say that that's you're supposed to look at your vagina in well, the Well, yeah, mirror. but I mean, when you're <laughs> a teenager a, looking at this impressionable book. <laughs> child who basically just had her period and, and your mom hands you a book of a woman staring at her own vagina and you're like, I wonder if I can get another book. <laughs> like, is, is, that, is that what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah, I'm like, uh, this is weird. I don't know. I kind of feel like, you know, you're when you're in school, they teach you Things like that. Like, my mom made sure that I took, like, sex ed and stuff. So, I kind of 
feel like she really didn't talk about it with me as much as she was like, so, how was class today? All my friends were older, so I already knew about sex. Yeah. You know, but my mom was, you know, my mom is very much buttoned up. So she, <laughs> she ain't trying to talk about um, I was always, I think I was like the oldest of my friend, my close friends growing up, but in like the, the girls that I went to school with, a lot of them were having sex way before I did. I was always scared. Like my dad, like I said, was very adamant that it couldn't happen until college. My mom said it couldn't happen until marriage. And I was just like, all right, well, I guess I won't be doing that no time soon. So, uh, but like my dad, um. If I introduced a guy to my dad, it was not scary. Like, a lot of guys, girls are like, oh, my God, I can't. Jason used to jump the fence (laughs) to come to my house. Yeah. And so, in the morning, he would jump the fence to leave. Mm -hmm. And finally, my dad told me that he was messing up the fence and ruining the flowers just to come through the front door. (laughs) I mean, knew he was there the whole time. So just dad like, was like, hey, tell him to come through the front door. He's ruining my fence and flowers. <laughs> See, my dad would have been like, uh, who the hell you got jumping over my fence? <laughs> you know, my dad was always like, if I, if I brought a guy to him, it wasn't nerve wracking. Cause me and my dad were always like pretty tight and I could be more open with my dad. I, I felt growing up. I mean, now I'm like that with my mom. Like my mama knows everything, everybody that I've dated, hey, what, why I stopped dating them. Like. She will bring them up later on and like, well, whatever happened? I'd be like, why are we talking about him? But my dad would always be like, he would just look at him. Hey, what's up? How you doing? And then he would be like, hey, don't hurt her. Because if you hurt her, then I got to hurt you. Jason doesn't and that was talk it. to him. That's my brother, though. My brother, I always say my brother has always been like a dad where my dad was always like a big brother. So like if I, I was always scared to introduce a guy to my brother. But on the few occasions that I did, my brother literally mean mugs them the entire time. And I'm like, hey, bro, this is so-and-so. And And he wouldn't say anything. Just give them the dirtiest look. Jason won't even look at him. Don't pay. Just, they don't even exist. He's like, "Mm, whatever. He likes Colton. He likes your, he likes Caitlyn's boyfriend. Okay. But that's only because that relationship kind of cultivated out of town. Her daughter, Caitlyn, is what, 20? 20. 21. She'll be 22 in July. Okay, so she's 21. She used to live down here with us in Florida, or with, I'm talking about us, like I live with them child. She does. Uh, she used to live down here with her family, with Pam and, and all her, her other siblings. My baby left me to go to school, and yes. then didn't go to school. <laughs> Don't do her like that. She moved back to Kentucky, where they're originally from, and she went there to originally pursue school. She did. And she did go a semester. Well, look, baby steps, okay? Hey, All right. It's not for everybody. I uh, 100% agree. Again, why I am the friend that is not in school. But um, Caitlin lived out there for a really long time, and she just recently moved back the beginning mm. of this year. She couldn't get away fast enough. <laughs> Hurt my heart. <laughs> she left the day after she graduated high school. Oh. Oh. But she met her boyfriend Colton out in Kentucky, mm-hmm. and they've been together for. My dad introduced them. Oh well, see, he match make that one. Mm-hmm. That see, so he redeemed himself from that horrible date that you had, and he introduced K- 
Caitlyn and Colton, and they they're the cutest couple ever. Like I love seeing them together. Yeah, they they're are really the cutest couple. They're awesome. Um, wish them nothing but blessings. We love blessings. you. Uh, but I I I think Jason might have kind of just went with that relationship because it wasn't one that he was really well. And Colton had a job. Touche. Colton is a hard worker. He yeah. allows he allows Caitlyn to. Stay at home and make well, sure. She, now she's working. Now, but back in Kentucky, I think she yeah. stayed at home and and was just able to take care of home. And I think that's exciting, especially for a young woman. Lord knows, Lord, Lord knows. I wish that I could be a stay-at-home mom, a stay-at-home wife. I was I, for a while. I always tell people it who, loses its appeal real quick. I promise. But you know my knack to nap. Man, <laughs> oh, Lord, I can nap me. all day, you know? Like, um, what was that? That meme that Jason showed you? It was about, oh, about the um about the It was about the coronavirus and I, I hate to make light of that situation or whatever, but it was a funny meme about the coronavirus and it basically had a guy standing in a refrigerator and or out of the window. Yeah, I he's looking out the window. And he basically was quoting what the news said about staying inside and not really going out around people to uh, <laughs> cut down on the spread of coronavirus. And he and he said, I've been practicing this my whole life. <laughs> I've been training for this my whole life. That's how I felt when I saw that. I was like, yes, that is my life. I can stay at home all day and be just fine. In my bed, Who are you and selling? my house is clean. I Maybe will get up, <laughs> right? I will get up and I will clean up and I will, you know, do all that. And I was telling Pam the other day, I would be a great stay-at-home mom. I was like, this house is clean. The only part I'm lacking on is cooking the dinner before they get home. Yeah, <laughs> don't come over here looking for snacks. It, we ain't got none. No, we ain't got that. That's not because we snack too much, so we try not to buy them. So I buy a lot of food that I have to cook, knowing that cooking is the last thing <laughs> on earth that I want to do. Again, that's probably why I'm single now. It's because I don't want to cook. Wow. I do not want to cook. I will, again, I will keep the house clean. I will wash the clothes. Don't ask I me to fold them. You just need somebody that can cook. That's all. So, hey, single guys, if you're actually listening to Not Your Normal <laughs> Sisterhood, um... Hit her up. Hit me up. Holla at your girl. You know, <laughs> she's single, looking to mingle, have a good time, you know. Um, she comes as a package deal. Yes. Me and <laughs> <laughs> Pam's like, oh, you trying to date Ebony? Okay, well, nice to meet you. That means you're dating me too. All right. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Although she is at home with her husband. Oh, yeah. You know, she's like, no, I'm coming out with y'all too. Oh, okay, cool. And I actually did have a date with an awesome guy and um we've been dating on and off for a couple of months now and uh he took me to the movies one night i called her while she was at the movies and i was like hey can y'all just come and get me (laughs) so our date plan was to go to the movies we went to go see the new harley quinn movie which i loved he didn't but i thought it was great so if you haven't seen it it was great either i loved it it was okay well you guys are party poopers anyways uh we saw harley quinn and we were gonna go downtown to the bar and have a couple of drinks and that's usually pam and i's saturday night and so 
um, Pam was originally just going to meet us down there, you know, when we got there. And Pam literally, like she said, calls me. I'm in the movies on this date, cuddled up with my date, <laughs> all cute and stuff, watching this movie. And my phone starts vibrating. And I'm like, oh, you know, you don't want to be the one in the movies with a loud phone making noise. And I'm like, I got to pick it up because it's Pam. <laughs> like, she knows I'm on a date. So she's calling me like, what's going on? So I answer the phone and she's like, can y'all just come pick me up so I don't have to drive? And I was like, I got you, boo. You know I don't like to drive. He loves to drive. We got you. So I told him and he was perfectly good about it. Yeah. He was perfectly fine with picking did, her up. We did end up parking quite a ways away, though. I was not happy about that. Right. <laughs> Listen, but. we're usually down there like clockwork on a, at, on a schedule because we know that if we get there any later than that 10, 10, 30. There will be no parking spots. No, and no parking seats. and no seats in the bar. So we usually get there at a decent hour. But because our movie was pretty late, we ended up going maybe at like 11-ish. There were absolutely no parking spaces. All of the places that Pam and I usually find in really good parking spaces, we have our spots that we will go. None whatsoever. And we ended up parking on like this side street and having to walk. And I was like, well, thank God for these flats tonight. I think mm-hmm. I wore sandals that night. So I was so happy. Yeah, I broke it down on some tennis shoes. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was one of those nights. But it was, we had a great time. And he was actually a good addition to um, going out with us just because he was kind of fun. Certain songs came on. It was fun to see him in another light than I had previously seen him on dates. Because we usually like go out to eat. Or, like, go to a movie. Or I think I've cooked him dinner um, once or twice. Yes. True. He got dinner. I cooked it. Woo! And he survived. He lived. Listen now. Just because I don't like to cook, I can cook. Look, one time I gave my entire family food poisoning. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Okay? It was my mom's fault. Hi, Jane. Hi. She has this refrigerator that she keeps in her... um, garage Mm -hmm. that is full of meat that has gone bad and they feed it to the dogs. Oh, I was like, why are we keeping that? Yeah. Nobody told me this refrigerator had bad meat in it, okay? (laughs) So I came to visit and I'm thinking I'm going to cook my family some food because my parents were somewhere, I don't know, and I, I was cooking dinner. So anybody who knows me knows that I do not eat dinner. So I cooked my family chicken dinner oh and and it was chicken everybody went to the hospital (laughs) wait not that they just got sick and were like stuck in the bathroom they went to the hospital in the er (laughs) damn everybody hooked up to to ivs and i'm like oh oh, i'm fine (laughs) it was was horrible i can't we'll see I ain't do that to nobody's. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but that's crazy. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, if you ladies are dating or you're married, you have kids or you don't have kids, just that whole relationship, having a significant other, that is just a, a situation. Mm. <laughs> it, it could be a positive situation, a negative situation. It, I mean, it's a lot. I, I know personally from both sides, 
Marriage is hard work. It is a lot of compromise. It is a lot of making sure that you know who you are and your significant other knows who they are and that you guys can grow together. Um, Communication. Woo, that's the key in any relationship, man, I swear. But, um, and dating is just a world that we all who are single have to navigate. And, I mean... I'm sick. Like, I don't... I haven't... I've been married for so long. I don't even think if I wasn't married that I would know how to date. Yes. <laughs> it's, I, mean, I mean, I'm single and I've been single I'm now so for two years, grumpy. I think. Like, I don't think it's anybody hard. would put up with me because I don't put up with anything. Me so, neither. That's I, why I'm single. I, like, every dating app would be like, don't date her. <laughs> She's terrible. No, I mean, we both have, I mean, we, I feel like we all have good qualities and you just have to find somebody who can see the good qualities above the bad ones yeah. or can say, oh, you know what? She's always grumpy, but that's just who she is and can accept that and tolerate that. Y'all but, see my husband out there, high five him because he puts up with a lot He's of a mess. strong man. <laughs> he's a strong I man. I am way handfuls. No, she is not that bad. But, uh, but yeah, dating is crazy. <laughs> Marriage is crazy. Good luck to you all and us all who are dealing right? with either one. Guys, feel free to chime in on our Facebook group page, Not Your Normal Sisterhood. Um, I did post something on there a couple of days ago just talking about what this episode was going to be about as well as asking you guys to share some of your stories and your comments about yeah, dating marriage. definitely. Share some of your embarrassing dating stories with me so I don't feel so bad because mine was terrible. <laughs> wasn't so bad. He didn't awful. like, he didn't like, what'd you tell Deanna today? He didn't sex traffic you. Oh, he yeah. didn't, uh... Watch out for those sex traffickers. Yes, no joke. Like, be safe in everything that you guys do when you're, especially if you're online dating, Please be safe. Oh, I online. I was online dating. It is another whole nother mess to have to navigate through. It's it's fun. It can be fun. It can be entertaining. But just as long as you um, do it safely, guys, definitely do it safely. Right. Be safe out there, y'all. And don't forget, you can find us on Instagram at not dot your dot, dot normal dot sisterhood no, no dot. dot no dot also most of you are already on our facebook page but if you're not come on over yes and uh, check us out there that's not your normal sisterhood it is a facebook group yes and we also and have email is not your normal sisterhood at gmail.com you gmail. can email us if you have a question for me or Ebs or anybody else just holler at us you have a topic you want us to touch on talk yeah, about that's a good one we take suggestions we like that yeah definitely and um, I guess that's about it until Friday Friday, Friday the 13th the 13th we'll be discussing horror stories <laughs> I don't like scary stories and movies and I'm not talking about dating horror stories <laughs> oh, okay. Those are the only ones I got. No, I'm just playing. No, me too. <laughs> All right, ladies. Thank you so much for listening to us today and helping us build these beautiful and positive sisterhoods. Definitely. And don't forget, 
keep your chin up and your crown straight. All right. Bye.